Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester, quite hoarse. With me as always, Wheels Wienerker. Uh I don't think he's hoarse, he's just obnoxious. Akiva, how's it going? Well, we were just having a fight. Let's just continue this fight on air, okay? Yeah, So sure. I said that uh, t- today, tonight's the first night of Hanukkah, and I said that, you, what you said to me before, that you hate when people, it's okay to have a wrong take, but you hate when people have a wrong take and don't realize it's the minority opinion. No, not, not, not a wrong take. It's okay to have a non-consensus Non-consensus take, take but like... I take pride in doing that. For example, Peyton over Brady. Right. Or... But if you most, said... Or most things. But let's say you said like uh, the best NBA player of all time is Scottie Pippen or something stupid like that. Like, it's okay to be wrong if you have data to back it up, but it's crazy to think that that's, that's, that's a common take. It's okay. What's annoying... Yeah, what's annoying is when the people think, well, no, but everybody says Scottie Pippen's better than Michael Jordan. Right. So that's the part. So you do this a lot, and I even never. told your wife... I literally never do this. I, I told no. your wife, I said... What bothers me about Alexander, as, as you're called in, in your Chester circles, is that he'll have this insane opinion sometimes, like, oh, everyone plays with minus three interception points in fantasy football. And it's Again, fine I've to never do said that, that, but you just I, assume that Akiva, everyone does it your compl- way. So no, I just, I just, that is, I take, you're, you are, you are so, it is literally 180 degrees okay. the opposite. I, I take right, pride listen. in the fact that I do things the right way and the consensus is wrong. Okay. I don't say everybody does it this way. The, I brag about the fact that I do it better than everybody yeah. else. But My whole thing is that I'm obnoxious and think I'm better than everybody you else. You constantly, think as you, as if everyone. you've never done something or have never heard of it, you think it doesn't exist. You, you have like level 10 egocentrism. That's and I'm going to bring an complete. example right now. Get, by the way, you're confu- get ready to level 10 of my egocentrism is that I think that I'm Hold on, hold on. The level ten of my egocentrism yeah. is I think that the way I do it, which is different than how is everybody the else only does it, way. is better is than the how. Only way no, is can is better. Do it. It is the only way people should okay. do it, but that is not how they do it because people are dumb. Fantasy football people use kickers and defenses and minus two for interceptions. Okay. they're dumb. That's fine, but I've never said everybody does you, do it that I way. I wouldn't shock me if you did. Anyway, so I so last Hanukkah tonight's the first night of Hanukkah. Yeah, you're completely wrong. I claimed I just now when we were when we were before we were recording, I claimed that you said last year that nobody gives their kids eight Hanukkah presents and you you thought like that you were basically against that idea and you said no one has ever done it in this through the world and I asked a lot of our <laughs> That's so upset. our our friends and okay. some people said eight and some people said a lot but nobody said one or zero. And and okay. you were vi- you were first of all you can't say nobody said one or zero. I don't think most people get Hanukkah presents every day of Hanukkah. 
for sure. Well, we're talking about kids, first of all. Hanukkah is different than Christmas in the sense that, like, you and your wife would give each other Christmas presents, but but not you and your wife, but any, you know, a person and their spouse or a loved one would give. Yeah, but I don't even think it's accurate to say most people get Hanukkah presents. Kids, did you, are your kids not getting Hanukkah presents tonight? I'll call child child protective services right now. Your kids aren't getting a Hanukkah Hanukkah present present tonight? I have never received a Hanukkah present in my yeah, life. I have this never is given why you are the way you are. Don't you want your kids to like feel loved and no. stuff and like at maybe be normal no, and not make because sure all... my children are Jews and not Christians, okay. and I do not want them to be influenced by the secular Christian culture oh in the Christian majority country in which they oh. live. And we do something on Hanukkah, which is unique, which is we give Hanukkah guilt. Yeah. And so is I this give an my ad for for, for 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 uh, for more for Senate. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> anyway, you know lots of. No, Christians. I have nothing. I have nothing wrong with Christian okay. culture. I celebrate it. I think all, all but I think all minorities. Should if celebrate I remember Roy Muslims Moore's first Christians. name, that would have been a much better joke. You want? Should we do that again? I don't even get okay. the joke. Um, all right, here no, we go. So what I, I what found. I, what, hold on, hold on. What I said to you last year, which you misunderstood, is that I said that the idea of giving your children Hanukkah gifts, yes. a gift in a big box that you unwrap is a recent modern American Jewish invention that takes off on the fact that Chris, that we live in a Christian country where Christmas is the biggest holiday of the year and where Christmas gift giving is a big thing. So you never said ago, you never said no that Americans no orthodox people presents. give Hanukkah presents. You never said that. I, I did, did not say no orthodox people give Hanukkah presents because okay. I know tons of people get them. Okay. Not everybody, let's go, but I know many people who Let's do. go back to the let's go to the videotape. November 6, okay. 2016, Sunday at 8:30 a.m. Yeah. Wow, we have good stuff to discuss Sunday morning. Alexander Chester, you give your kids Hanukkah presents. Akiva Wieneker, question mark. Alexander Chester, also, I am shocked that you don't watch comedians in cars getting coffee. That has nothing to do with anything. Akiva Wieneker, you don't give your kids Hanukkah presents? And then I said, I watch it if I like the guest. Alexander Chester, no Orthodox people do. Only conservative Jews do that. It's like Christmas. Akiva Wieneker, yeah. this is your worst take ever, exclamation point. Alexander Chester, Hanukkah Gelt, yeah. go survey your friends. Akiva, every from, yeah, that means exactly. Orthodox person Gelt. does. Okay. A hundred yeah. out of a hundred will say they do. Then you said, growing up, I mean, all the non-religious yeah. kids in my school got presents. Yeah. And then you said, real presents, like Christmas? And I said, you're definitely wrong. Not necessarily an Xbox every night. And you said, I don't count yeah. dreidels and crap like that. Obviously, I don't count dreidels. If I gave my kid a dreidel yeah, for I'm president, they would call, stuff. if I gave my yeah. daughter a dreidel for Hanukkah, she would call the police. Akiva Wieneker. That's literally the only thing I've ever given or received. Akiva Wieneker. <laughs> but they get clothes or a puzzle or rollerblades. And I got presents every night, and so did my wife, who, by the way, didn't grow up spoiled. She grew up in, in the South, where they elect Roy Moore in a few hours. Alexander Chester, I don't think you realize I'm much more experienced and well-rounded in the Jewish community than you and than virtually everyone you've ever met. The dorkiest brag in the whole world. I've lived in Minnesota, <laughs> no, no, Toronto, no, New, New York, Israel, Philadelphia, yeah. Boston, and Washington. And then I didn't even see this yeah, till now. And you lived your whole life in two cities. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. That is, number one, a very nerdy thing to say. That's me to you. Chester keeps going. Yeah. I went to YU. That's the college that we went to, but you dropped out of. Okay. What, nobody cares I went to secular this. college. This is great. I went to camps in the Midwest and the East Coast. My son's went out of its my son's school went out of its way last year to instruct the no religious parents. You went your kids went to an ultra orthodox school. Yeah, well, that was the other thing I was going to say. My, so my elementary school growing up, half the kids were conservative, half the kids were Haredi. I was the only one who was monoorthodox. Okay. So modern Orthodox people probably give gifts and get gifts the way, frankly, conservative people do. Haredi people don't. 
So I think that's part of the issue. And then you, so I said, so you were shocked. You said this shocks me. I thought you were just pretending to appeal to a larger audience. Yeah, that's what I do. We, that, that's why we bring in like thirty minutes of inside Jewish baseball to pre- appeal. That's that's my goal to appeal to a larger audience. <laughs> Are we recording right now? This is com- this is not a I, podcast. This come is on, great. Uh, this is I'm just you're just getting you're just you know th- these are the receipts as the kids say. And you said you get eight days of okay, presents. So, uh, I said not everyone gets eight days of presents, but everyone gets one to two days of presents. All right, and that's enough for no, now. No. And uh, again, I disagree. I disagree. Um, now, now, I also have to confess that one of the things I tend to do is I will exaggerate for for comedic effects. When I say no one does, Wait, you're I don't doing comedy. No, was in zero percent. <laughs> so I don't literally mean zero percent. But in in the in the Jewish community where I was raised, it was. In the Orthodox community, I should say, it was very, very unusual. Oh, the massive Orthodox community of uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota with 12 people. I got it. No, but no. But then when I, li- when I lived in Israel and, you know, nobody there I knew got gifts either. You went to school. In Alon Shvut, for example. You went to school. Issue. Like, no, no, th- th- nobody got presents because you were in a college. What does that even mean? Yeah, but every You night, were in college. For di- nobody gets presents because it was a bunch of kids. <laughs> there were no parents and no kids. How could someone get a present? Yes. But Akiva, I went to Rav Mordechai's house one night. Who was going to give you a Rafi Rossman? Was going to give you a present? Like who was giving you presents? <laughs> and I went to Rav Liebtag's house the next night, and he didn't give his kids any presents. And I went to Rav Terrigan's okay. house the next night, and he didn't right. give his Let's kids just, any presents. Okay. All right, this is absurd. So none of them were giving their kids presents either. Oh, you're making me. You mad. grew up in the five towns oh, where you like to brag about the fact that you knew millionaires and billionaires. Yeah, bra- I, bra- I brag about that all the time. So, you mentioned on the on the side of the podcast many times about how you know billionaires. I've never you said that many times. Uh, we got to call Sean Falconer and ask him how many times <laughs> I even said the word. I don't know any billionaires. That's not. Even, I mean, no, I don't. I, I uh, okay, a hundred millionaires. Yeah, I, know, yeah, I don't millionaires? know any. If I knew billionaires, I would be much better friends with them. I, yeah, definitely, definitely know people with nine figures, but definitely not billionaires. Let's not go crazy here. All right, fine, but you but you brag about how you know hundred millionaires. I mean, I don't brag about it. I it's, it it only comes up in the store. I don't be like, hey, I know this guy. They're not my but friends. But you act as if it's a normal thing to know somebody like that. First of all, you just went to a thousand dollar a week uh, a, a plate lunch two weeks ago, and then went to the Harvard Club <laughs> afterwards. Like, I don't 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 rich shame me. You're being absurd. <laughs> and by the way. We're gonna do I, in a minute. On, did you see? I I said it. I said it in the middle. You like to say zero with world problems. I sent you the all time zero with world problem. I think the other night, but it was the middle of the night. Your time. What was it? Tell me what it was. I took a picture of something I had spilled in my bathroom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you have to tell the story now. <laughs> I, I spilled something yeah. on the floor of my bathroom, mm. which is which is a mosaic, and so I was complaining about the fact that it was hard to get all the crumbs because. Like the mosaic, like in between each stone. I mean, it's, it's a like much better story up. if they know what you spilled. But also, like it was four in the morning, your time when you sent that to me, number one. Like, are you a grown-up? What is no, going it on? It was like, it's three, 320? No, it was like 10 or 11. It was four o'clock in the morning, your time. Are you sure? Oh, okay. It was 10 o'clock my time, because I was WhatsApping with my friends who live here at the time about it also. I mean, I, I, I like... I, anyway, I, go to the videotape. Go to the videotape. No, no, no. Go to the no I, I actually the, trust you the there. I thought stuff. it was four in the morning, your time, but I, I could have been wrong. Yeah. Anyway, uh... Uh, oh, oh, so another argument we had this week, and then we'll get to Akiva Guess's stuff, which was so popular last week. When you I, people actually liked that, I thought nobody would like it, but uh, people really like Chester Guess's stuff. Um, so uh, you say that no one on Earth G chat. So when we post this podcast in the Thirty Two Fans Facebook group, you should join if you haven't already. We have 160 people. If we get to 250, okay, hold on, we hold get on, rid of on. the. When C-Bi. I say no one G chats, l- okay, let, let, let's be. Wait, clear so you here. say nobody uh, G chat? So yeah, let us know if you still G chat. Let us know, and if not, how do you like? I hate Facebook chat. I'm not a big WhatsApp. Majority guy. of people still use Yahoo and AOL. That doesn't mean like I, I know there are many mm. people who G chat. They're wrong and dumb and stupid and live in the Midwest. And I, I'm from the Midwest. So I'm allowed to say okay. that. 
but yeah, people, you know, the, you know, people text, people WhatsApp. You know, I I understand WhatsApp is sort of like Skype in the sense that it's popular in the rest of the world more than in America yeah. than in America. Yeah. But uh, or on the East Coast, it's very popular on the East Coast. Whereas you know, I don't know if it's rich middle America. Yeah. No, you're just but, middle. I mean, Facebook if you weren't from Minnesota, this or, would be like you'd be really be uh, yeah. middle. I know, but look, it's, it's like the N word. I'm allowed to say these things no, because yeah. I'm from oh Minnesota, so I'm allowed to. <laughs> this is going so well. I'm saying you you can insult the Midwest. Only I can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You want you want to start one of my friends? I, I was going to say one of my friends from the Midwest, but we're acquaintances. Do I want to get? Oh, let me ask you yeah. a question. You have to be honest, okay? Yeah. Okay. Where do I rank on your friends list? This is a good question. Um, uh, so I, 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 I would say you're right now. You're definitely a top five. I'd That's say, pretty probably. good. No, I'll take that, man. I'll take that. Yeah. The do you have friends ranking? I mean, think of how much. Think of how. Think of how much we. Speak. No, I know. <laughs> I know it's too much. I, do you? I, do you have rankings? Do you have a chart for like how many friends you have? <laughs> no. It's funny. You, all of your charts are for or for fake things, but anything real, you don't have charts for. Um, I don't know if I should say this on on the podcast. It... <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not going to say this. There's only negative consequences. What? So you're saying because you told me a story that makes me a top five friend? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, no, no. I was I was going to tell you a story about. <laughs> it's it's not helpful to anybody. All right. Uh, Kiva, start. You want to guess some things? Yes, but I do get a veto because sometimes okay. you are dumb and you have bad ideas. Wow, I'm so okay. honored. Well, okay, so this is what this is what happened. Yeah, this is what happened. Okay. Uh, J- listener Jared Jerome emails me at 9:08 a.m. this okay. morning. Since we're all into reading timestamps yeah. and whatnot, um, and he wanted to know where uh, J- Josh McCown, who has just been injured and obviously will not play again this year, he cried. He was very yeah. sad. Where will he? Where was his season rank among all times Jets quarterback seasons? Okay. So he asked me in, in Chester QBR and Chester QBR Plus. So I said, look, Chester QBR is is not an adjusted stat to era. So, of course, he'll be top five because, you know, the modern era is so much sure. better. So the best the, the best seasons ever. So he is – he this season was the fourth best season ever in unadjusted Chester QBR Plus okay. for a Jets starting okay. quarterback. But then – but then to adjust it for era, I went back and I found every single Jets quarterback I in history it. to start seven games in a mm-hmm. season. Okay. So at least seven games. So at least half a season pretty okay. much. And there are 17 Jets quarterbacks, 17 seasons in which the Jets had an average or better uh, performance by their quarterback. So can you name, and it'll be Sporkle style, so you name one player, you might get, you know, four or five. Oh, yeah, I could easily get that. The 17 seasons in which a Jets quarterback was average or above average. I I mean, you should almost make it harder and make me guess, like, well, if it's Vinny Testaverde, is it once, twice, three times, that sort of thing. But that's fine. It's a little different than what you did, but I, I thought you were going to make me do the extra thing, which is much harder than like me making you name the 30 NHL. Well, I have a couple of these. We can do a couple. No, no, no it's good. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Vinny Testaverde has the best season in Jets history. I'm sure. Uh, Justin Ferrer, 28 touchdowns, seven interceptions in 1998. Correct. But you just want me to name quarterbacks. This should be over quickly because I'm going to name them and either I'm going to forget one or two people or I'm not. So Vinny, Chad Pennington, I assume Joe Namath. Is- Wait, do you want to? You- what? Would you like to guess? Would you like to guess years as well or no? Um, Vinny's best year was '98, and then he tore his uh, yep. Achilles in the first game in 1999. So '98 and 2000 for Vinny. Okay, so Vinny '98 was was number one. Uh, there's there's 2000 is not correct. There's another oh, year. Oh, for Vinny. oh one. No nope. two. Okay. <laughs> nope. I mean, how long was he on oh, the three. team for? Okay, oh three. Um, oh three, and I'll give you a clue. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I'm giving you all these clues. Oh three. The Jets had two quarterbacks to make this list. 
Because each guy started seven, seven or eight okay. games. Okay. Wait, so let me get back there. Um, so Chad Pennington in 03, and then, yep. no? And Vinny in 03. Huh? Yes, and Vinny, and Vinny yeah, in 03. Yeah, Chad Pennington in yeah. 03, and then Chad Pennington in... Oh, Vinny was the backup in 03? Pennington in 2006? Okay, that's on the list. That's number yeah, 15 Pennington. on the list. So 03 is 18 on the list. Uh, 06 is 15 on the list. By the way, there's 22 of them, not 17. Oh, okay, so there's a lot. So let's not even do your... Okay, so Namath has two, I'm going to guess. Okay, so Namath has four. Okay. 67, 68, 69, and 74. Okay. Ken O'Brien has... By the way, Pen- Pen- Pennington... Uh, are we done with oh, Pennington? he has three, I'm going to guess. Pennington has five. He has the most, including 2002, which is uh, just behind Testaverde 98. He, Pennington was the best quarterback in the league in 2002. Yes. Yeah. Jets only made the playoffs on So Pennington a, uh, has five. Pennington has five. Testaverde has two. Namath has four. Uh, Ken O'Brien also so has you've four. you've already named half yeah. of them. Okay, so O'Brien has 85 and 87. Wow. Only two. Even adjusted for era? Adjusted for wow. era, yeah. You you almost think they should have picked Marino over him, <laughs> the next pick. <laughs> yeah, there's se- there's seven more quarterbacks. Should the Jets have picked Marino over Ken O'Brien? I thought he was you know a little better than I don't that. know. That's a hot take. Yeah. All right, there's seven yeah. more quarterbacks. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say let's go in order. Al Wood probably never did it. Uh, Hold on, this is sort of a, the opposite of what I did last last week with the uh, GM. Yeah. Say the guy's name again. Isn't it Al Wood? The name you just said. It's not Al Wood. Something Wood. You got. It's oh, Al, Al Woodall. Oh, Al Woodall. Sorry, Al Woodall. Okay, he, he did yeah. do it. In 1970, he was exactly league average, so he's number 22 okay. on the, the list. The name is injured in 1970. Uh, Richard Todd. I'm going to say yeah. once. Uh, Richard Todd did it in 82. Richard Todd did it in 81. Richard Todd did it in 77. Okay. Very forgotten. Yeah. Richard Todd didn't come close to our. You got five guys left, and they all did it one time. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, so that's Favre. No. Oh, he didn't really. Too many interceptions. Okay, he did have a lot of interceptions. Um, McCown. This year. Uh, I I don't think Gino. I'm going to say Gino did not. (laughs) That's. I mean, Gino had a couple years where he was the starter. There's half the seasons in in team history is on this list. Um, I'm going to say Sanchez never did. Not even close. Yeah. I mean, people forget the Jets were leading. by 11 points in the AFC Championship game in a season where Sanchez went 12 yeah. and 21 touchdowns and interceptions. Not yeah. ideal. Oh, what you seem to forget is that what McCown did is an exact replica in every way of what another guy did for your team two years ago. No, I, I'm, I'm getting to Fitzpatrick. I'm going backwards. Oh, yeah. Fitzpatrick's season in 2015 and McCown's season this year are identical statistically. Except yeah. that year, at least the Jets had a win. I'm going to say, Bo- but they I'm gonna say the Boomer did it once. 93. That's good. You got two guys left. You're I thought one. Them. Two guys left. Okay. Uh, Neil O'Donnell? Nope. What's his name? Darrow from the early 60s? Al Darrow. Yeah. The very first season of the New okay. York Titans. All right. Yeah, the New York Titans. There's one more. There's one more. You watched every game this season that he did it. I'm positive. You've referenced the season in which he did it already. The 10th best season. He was 13.4% above average that year. I've referenced the season and watched every game from the season. You reference the season in which it was done. You reference it as another quarterback being injured in the first game of the year. All right, I'm giving it Oh, away. okay, fine. Ray Lucas. Okay. 
There you go. Yeah. All right. All right. So that one was pretty easy. Um, I got I got another one which is also uh, uh, timely based on what has happened in the news, and then I have one that's not timely, but it's probably the most fun. Okay. So uh, it's baseball. We got a baseball one, a basketball one, and a football one. So the, the baseball one is as we know, John Carlos Stanton went to the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot I want to say about Jeter's ownership of the Marlins, but for professional reasons, I'll probably get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, he. So yeah, uh, that's John that's Stanton a brag. By the way, that's much more of a brag than. Than me no, no, no. What, I, what I'm just saying is, <laughs> because, no, because I've been complaining to people, uh, you know, but I don't know if I should be on yeah, the podcast. Okay. Um, whatever. It, you know, the baseball wanted Jeter to be involved, and um, yeah, I think everybody knew this was going to happen. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, John Carlos Stan has 267 home runs for the Marlins. Okay. Uh, he will, barring some kind of catastrophe, he will certainly have 200 home runs for the Yankees, right? Yeah. Okay. There are five baseball players in history with 200 home runs in both leagues. Oh, two. Okay. Can you name Again, it? this is a little harder than the ones I asked you last week, but it's still a good question. It's not a bad question. Well, the next one is equivalent. My third one with the basketball one is equivalent. Okay, to fine. Me, so. um, okay. Brooks Robinson. No. Wait, Frank, Frank, Frank Robinson, Robinson. Excuse me. Frank Robinson. Yes. Sorry, Frank sorry, Robinson. Sorry. Yes. I, I've been mixing correct. them up for many years. Um, switch leagues. A white defensive third baseman and a black offensive. I don't uh, see, uh, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> which what defensive position. Yeah, okay. I don't see defensive position. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> People tell you you're a DH because you never play in the field. Okay. Uh, other other players with two home run, two hundred home runs in each league. Uh, I thought there were three easy ones and two tough ones. Three easy ones, and I got one of the easy ones. Um, yeah, Met never did it. An expo or a national? What a Met did do it? Am I missing a Met? No, it's just funny they're going team by I'm, team. Uh, like a Met or an, well, a yeah, um, a Marlin. Other than you know Stanton, who will do it? No, uh, Cub. No, a Philly. A Jim Tomei. All right. No, no, not a bad guess, but no, he was injured too much. In yeah. Philly. Uh, da, 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 da. Are they modern? Uh, they, they've all played in our lifetimes, and two of them played for teams that you already mentioned in the NL and said no to. Okay. <laughs> Those are the two harder ones. There, there were there were three really easy ones. I'm shocked you haven't got uh, yeah. three. Of them I mean, if I that. sat down and wrote every team out, I think if you gave me a half hour, they would come to me. I, there were three that that I knew of, and then I wondered, oh, how many others are there? So. Two hundred home runs in each league. But, all right, let me just start thinking of guys who hit 500 home runs, first of all. Okay. Dave, did Dave Kingman hit a lot of home runs in the AL? No. No. Uh, I can't imagine this is a good podcast. No, this is bad. That's why I want to stop it. <laughs> we were doing all so right, well. Uh, I'll give you a clue. He played for the Expos. Uh, Vlad Guerrero. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, one of the yeah. hard ones. And then he played, for, he played for the Cubs and a bunch oh, of other Oh, Sammy teams. Sosa. No. No. no, he's a he's a crime dog. Oh, Fred McGriff. Okay, yeah, Ken. But now there's two really easy ones. Think of like the, like high profile home run hitters in our lifetimes who switched leagues. Oh, Mark McGuire. That, like Mark really McGuire famous. almost did it in a season. Yeah. So I should have got that. He literally yeah, hit Mark 34 McGuire, and 24 and in one, one year. Another guy, a first ballot Hall of Famer who just went to the Hall of Fame last year. Uh, uh, Jeff Bagwell didn't hit two home runs in the AL. Obviously, he was um, who no. went to the Hall of maybe two years ago. Okay. Um. When you go in order of the all-time home run list, you'll get to this guy very, very quickly. Okay. Um, not Bonds. Not Mays. Not Ruth. Not Aaron. Um, oh, King Griffey. Sorry. King Griffey. Yeah, that was, yeah, I think, King two Griffey. years ago. And by the way, Pujol, 
Pujols is only 31 away, so he'll probably get it uh, in the next couple Maybe. Years he might. Away. I mean, that's interesting. He should get to 31, but yeah. he's got to get a spot in yeah, the he, lineup. I mean, like, I what's, what are they doing with him? Is he playing first base? Because they have Otani. I haven't. I really haven't looked into it. Well, so I had a... I, I had a hot take about Otani, and then I saw some uh, smart baseball minds saying the same thing, so it's not as hot as I thought. But I was saying how Otani's really dumb mm-hmm. or naive because, you know, he was choosing a team. He wasn't choosing based on money because everybody's giving the same amount of money. So he was choosing based on what the teams were going to tell him how much, how much he was going to get to play. Mm-hmm. And he was told by the Angels, presumably, and by the Mariners and all the teams who are trying to get him, you're going to DH for us every game except the games you pitch. You're going to play all the time. Um, that The teams telling him that are lying to him because they're not going to do that because if they're doing that, they're stupid. Oh, yeah, uh, this experiment's going to last three weeks, and then he's going to become a pitcher who gets the pinch hit in 11-1 yeah. blowouts. But if, but exactly. But if he would have played in the NL, he would have batted all the time, and so it was really dumb of him. So first of all, um, and here's a good example. I found um, the Twins' DH this season had a war of about zero. I think it was 0. 0.6 or something like that. Robbie Grossman. Mm-hmm. He had a 360-something on-base percentage, a 750, 760-something OPS, a good hitter. But for but for a DH to have a positive value, he has to ha- bat really really well, like have an 850 or 900 OPS. If you have a 750 OPS as a DH, you're worthless. You're replacement level. Yeah. So you're not adding anything to yeah, your team. Yeah, and it would be a, if Otani has a 750, really good hitter, that would be amazing. Also, like I, I would great. sign up for like but, a 775 no OPS from him for sure. Exactly, but there's no reason that you would ever use him as a DH for a 750 because you can get anybody to do that. Yeah. And why would you waste the starting pitcher risking the that injury? The second he has the, the slightest NL, tweak of anything, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, he's not he's yeah. not hitting this year. Yeah. Alternatively, Whereas if he, he gets injured, NL, he could become just a hitter. But what val- what position does he play? He has no value in the field, right? Well, well, this is what I'm saying. As a pitcher, every fifth day if he bats with a 750 OPS, that alone is worth so much war where the average pitcher is like a 300 OPS. Yeah. That's an incredible advantage. And then the other four days, by the way, he can still pinch it. He can still play corner outfield. He can do a lot of things. So he should have for sure gone to the NL. He would bat way more often. He's never going to bat in the NL, in the mm-hmm. AL, and he's going to be sad. And he should have went to the NL. Uh, yeah, that's my Otani take. All right. So, so the last key, of, uh, the last key of questions for the day is uh, I'm going to ask you to name the all-time leading scorer for every NBA team. Okay, that's fun. How many of the thirty? How many of the thirty do you think you can get? I'm going to try for half. Okay, and I'm going to give you a couple clues just to start. No, out. don't give me clues. Four don't of give, them me, are give, actively don't give me on. clues. Okay, let me start, and then and then you give me clues when okay. I start off. All right, you name a team, okay. and I'm going to say. I'm going to name the team, and you name the player, yeah, and I might say pass. And we'll okay, get back I will give you. I, I will give you a clue. I will name the teams in order of like from the highest to the lowest score. Okay, sort of the way you did it with me with quarterback touchdowns Fine. one that okay. one time. Okay, so we'll start with the uh, the New Orleans slash Utah Jazz. Okay, Malone. Obviously, all right. Uh, the Minneapolis slash Los Angeles Lakers. Will Chamberlain. Oh, Wrong. Jabbar, Jabbar, the Dallas Jabbar, Mavericks. Jabbar. Okay. Wrong again. Wait, the, Dallas the, the Lakers. It's not Chamberlain. It's not Jabbar. No, you've had too many guesses. How many guesses do you get per team? You can just name every good player on the team, then you'll get get it for sure. No. George Mikan? No, 0 for 3. Okay, you're you're deaf. 0 for 4. No, you're not even close. Who am I not even? It's Kobe. Oh, Kobe. Kobe. Obviously Kobe. Yeah, yeah, that is stupid. Chamberlain and Abdul-Jabbar only played half their careers in L.A. Mike only played six seasons. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, that was a a bad miss. Okay, the Mavericks. Dirk. Okay, the Bulls. Jordan. The Houston-San Diego Rockets. Hakeem. Okay. The San Antonio Spurs Rob, slash Dallas. David Texas Robinson Shepherds. has more points than Duncan, right? Not even Really? Close. Duncan has so many. Oh, yeah. He played now. so many more yeah. years. He played Rob, way longer. Robinson yeah. uh, averaged okay. more points a game before, in his prime. I mean, Duncan. Yeah. But Robinson's, Robinson's career was half as right, long. Right. That's true. Robinson didn't. Right. Started yeah. in 89 and ended in, in 09. All right. The, the, the Boston Celtics. 
I'm going to say Larry Bird. No. Bill, he's third. Bill Russell? He's didn't play long enough. No, he's not even in the top. He's eighth. Uh, by the way, for I'm looking at the Lakers. Yeah, Kareem and, and who else did you guess? You said Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain's not even in the top ten. So yeah, he didn't play enough a couple seasons there. Yeah. All right, okay. So, um, okay, the Indiana Pacers. Is Boston Cousy? No. Oh, okay. Uh, the pa- Indiana Pacers, Pacers. Reggie Miller. Okay, the Knicks. Uh, Patrick Ewing. The St. Louis, Milwaukee, Tri-Cities, Atlanta Hawks. Dominique Wilkins? Yep. Okay. All right. The Kansas City Royals, Cincinnati Royals, Rochester Royals, Sacramento Kings. Uh, Oscar Robertson. Good. The Denver Nuggets. Uh, uh, Dan Issel? That's not terrible, not actually. Not a bad guess, right? Uh, but no. Yeah. Carmelo Anthony? Let me see. Where... No. Who is it for the Nuggets? Dan Issel second, Carmelo's is third. Ke- but they're both Kiki very Vanderwood. far behind this guy. He didn't play enough for them, right? No. Um, no. All right. The, the Cavs. LeBron. Yep. The Syracuse Nats slash Philadelphia 76ers. Allen Iverson. Nope. Oh, the Julius Irving? Miami Heat. Nope. The Syracuse Nationals. It's not anybody from them. Uh, Moses Malone? I don't know. Nope. The Heat. Uh, the Heat, Dwayne Wade. The Timberwolves. What, you didn't you say it again? I didn't hear the team. The Timberwolves. The Timberwolves, Kevin Garnett. The Pistons. Uh, I guess Isaiah Thomas? Yep. The Seattle Supersonics slash Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh, this is interesting. Uh, Sean Kemp. Nope. No? The Portland Trailblazers. Wait, was that a yep or a nope? Nope. I'm, That's I'm a gonna nope. I'm going to guess uh, Kemp, Payton, and Durant are the top three. Uh, Kemp is seventh. Durant is second. Payton okay, is first. Fine. Yeah. I mean, Durant would have had it if he didn't yeah. have, obviously. Uh, Portland? Huh. Clyde Drexler. Yep. All right. The uh, Philadelphia slash Golden State Warriors. The Philadelphia Warriors. Um, <laughs> no, what were they, they? What were they called in in uh, when they were in Philadelphia? The Warriors. They were called the Warriors. So that's is this yeah. Chamberlain? This is Chamberlain. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And obviously it'll be Curry yes. soon. But all right. Uh, the, okay. It's we're going to be only the third. Soon, the, but yeah. Anyway, what were you saying? Yeah, the the Phoenix Suns. Hmm. It's just like who played the. This is the yeah, this is, so hard. this is hard. This is hard. I don't know much about the Suns in the eighties. I'm gonna say Dan Marley. Dan Marley's tenth. Yeah, not a good guess. I was thinking KJ. Yeah. I don't think it's. I don't think it's the Stoudemire, Marion. Is it Steve Nash? It's not Steve Nash, K- right? K- KJ's third, Marion's fourth, Amari sixth, Nash is seventh. Oh yeah, wow! It's a different era. So I didn't even get the top two. Okay, yeah. and it's someone from a different era. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, the Baltimore slash Chicago slash Washington Bullets slash Wizards. All right. The Bullets and Wizards. Wes Unseld. No, he only played defense. He's, his career average is like eight nine points a game. Oh yeah. Okay. It's the other one. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. This is tough too. Uh, uh, no comment. It's not tough. I thought this was a pretty easy okay. one. Okay. I thought this was a pretty easy one. 
I'm just blanking. Uh, what era? The books don't have a lot of eras. No, I'm just thinking like. All right, the next one's the hardest one. You're definitely okay. not going to get it. The Clippers, San Diego, Buffalo, Los Angeles Clippers. You're saying hardest. It's got. It's really got to be someone old school. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, okay. Danny Manning. Okay. Now the rest of them are all guys uh, who have played that we've watched. Okay. So because uh, they're younger okay. teams, the Raptors. Vince. No. Uh, t- yeah, Vince Carter. Nope. No. Is the Magic? Is it Lowry or DeRozan? If it's not Carter. It's okay, DeRozan. Fine. By the way, do, do you know the DeRozan magic. doesn't shoot threes? Like, I was noticing that. We play fantasy basketball. Yeah, he it's never so shoots weird. threes. Every, like, never li- shoots seven foot yeah. six guys are shooting threes, and DeMar DeRozan scoring 27 yeah. points a game without shooting threes. It's weird. Yeah, Sean gets to the line a lot, though. All right, the magic? Um, Shaq. Nope. The Nets. Was that wrong or right? That's wrong. Not Shaq. It's not Penny, is it? Nope. Neither one of them is even in the top five. Oh, no, Shaq is fifth. By the way, Vucevic has been amazing. He put up a triple-double. He's being in the magic. Uh, he's 10th. Vucevic's 10th already? That's sad. Yeah. Is it Tracy McGrady? <laughs> no, he's third. He didn't even play a lot of seasons for them. Yeah, he played more than Shaq. It's not Scott Skiles, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, okay, the Brooklyn Nets. Huh. And this is tough. I'm going to say, oh, it, it, but it goes back. Does this count the ABA? It does. Oh, so is it? Is it? Um, who's on? Who's on the Nets? Irving, Doctor J. Yeah, I told you the final six were all guys. Oh, right, you're right, you're right, play, right. So is it? Is it Jason Kidd? No. Okay. Brooke Lopez on the last day of the season last year, his last game as a net. Uh, past the Buckley saddest thing I've ever. It's so, like the saddest sentence Brooke that's Lopez. ever been said on this show, other than you saying you're not getting your kids' Hanukkah presents. Which I'm gonna have to go online and buy them Hanukkah presents right now. Hold on. <laughs> All right, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. Uh, Zach Randolph for sure. Nope, not Zach. The Charlotte Was Hornets. Is it Mike Conley already? It's Mike that's Conley. Also, yeah. okay. And then Marcus all second. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, the Hornets. And remember, the current Hornets continue the old okay. Hornets. Whereas yes, the, yeah, the, the, the Hornets are the, the Browns. Are the franchise. Hornets are the Browns and the, and the, yes, exactly. the Pelicans are the, are the Ravens. I got it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the old, but it's, but it's not someone from the old era. So this is insanely pathetic, but it has to be my buddy Kemba Walker. No, it's not. It, it is somebody from the old era. It's, I mean, it's not that old. We oh, I thought play. you meant it's a new era. Oh, so the it, 90s. It, I mean, Del Curry? It's Del Curry. There, yeah, there okay. you go. That's pretty okay. good. That's not bad. That's not a bad um, All right. And then the last one is the Pellies. Uh, it's got to be Anthony Davis. Not yet. Oh, I mean, he also never plays. It would, after last night, it might be Eton Moore. Well, yeah, uh, he's on my fantasy. Right? <laughs> I was going to drop him last night, by the way. Uh, Glad I didn't do that. Uh, Anthony Davis is second. He'll be first by the end of the year. But who's ahead of him? Oh, Chris Paul. Chris Pelicans Paul. Pelicans haven't been around that long. No, nope. Chris Paul's third. Wow. Davis passed him. It's not Drew ago. Holiday. We missed all last year, a lot of last nope. year also. Um, yeah. So I got to think. So this is this is only when they're in New Orleans. Yes. 
All right, so you got 15 uh, out of 30 not, on the first not, test, not, which is good. Not a, not a great showing by me, honestly. Well, okay, so Kobe was a, a bad miss. Kobe's a bad miss, but that's like a, almost uh, like a stupid miss. Like, it would have come to me if I had 20 seconds. Well, Tim Duncan's an abominable miss, your favorite team. I mean, that that's insane. Yeah, that's uh, a bad miss. For the Celtics, for the Celtics, the answer is John Havlicek. I thought you would guess Paul Pierce, who's second. But they're one and two. You know, Havlicek, so Havlicek crossed my mind. I was not going to guess Pierce. I almost said Havlicek before I said Kuzi, but... Because think about it, Havlicek played from like, you know... But he, he, he wasn't like a huge scorer, like was Collins he? Era, but he? Wasn't he more of like a six... Scored 27, 28 points a game. I thought it was like a 17-point score. No, I mean... I'm looking at up some points he was, and, and in this in, with, with the cha- with the with the Bill Russell teams he was, but then by the time of the Collins teams he was scoring okay, twenty seven a game. That. Yeah, all right. The Nuggets is Alex English. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could have got that. Uh, have you ever the seen 70s? the box score for the uh, 186-184 game? I yeah. used to. The truth is, I used to that, be incredible at things like this yeah. because I used to get the ESPN and the Sports Illustrated almanacs all year and like leave them in the bathroom. Or, or like, I go to my yeah. grandparents' house for the weekend, and I wouldn't bring a book. I'd just bring the almanac, and I'd like memorize it. And so, I, I also had a baseball yeah. encyclopedia, and I had an NBA like, uh, I don't know what they called it, like a yearbook. So they would have like cool box scores of old games in there also. So one of them was like the 186, 184. There was like the 1918 no shot clock game, the Will Chamberlain hundred point game. So that if, that box score is worth checking out if, uh, if someone's listening. Like, it's people don't really talk about that game. So, like, if I asked a random, like, big the John NBA Boys? fan, what's the high-scoring game ever, I don't think they would know about the game in the 180s. Yeah, have you seen the John Boys video about the highest-scoring college game ever? What, the 222 to nothing game? No, that's the football game, yeah. No, that's a great video. No, but the um, the 253 to 100, the basketball game. Oh, no, I have not seen it. It's half an hour long. I just watched it last night. It's incredible. Um you know, you think a half-hour video on YouTube, why would I ever watch that? But then you realize, like, every Curb episode was longer yeah. than also, the season. When was uh, oh, by the way, on YouTube, go to 125 speed also when you're watching on YouTube. Oh, okay. is that Yeah, yeah, it's all the speeds no, are option, but 1.25 sounds fine. Two sounds silly, but oh. go to one point. That's a, that's a little yeah. life hack. But, yeah, so, no, yeah, but John so, Boys, so if people don't know, J-O-N-B-O-I-S, search, search him on Twitter or search him, on, uh, like, at, you know, well, YouTube. I guess just go straight he's to amazing. YouTube. I mean, yeah, he's is. like the best guy going right now on, on in terms of like Scorigami is the first thing I saw of his last year. And yeah, we both got into Scorigami and then we both sort of went back. He has a he has a series called Pretty Good. Yeah. So anyway, so he has this video. Basically, Devry against Troy State is the highest scoring. I thought Devry was a fake school. I didn't score, know they had like an actual like building. Yeah, that's that's discussed in the video. You okay, got to watch fine. it. That's why it's half an hour long. It goes to a lot of places. Um, so the highest scoring game of all time for the winning team in in a, in a college basketball game is two hundred and fifty eight points. But um, John Boyce proves that actually the f- score in that game was only 253, not 258, because mm-hmm. the scoreboard broke. The scoreboard didn't go higher than 199, so they had to do it by hand, and they messed up. Oh, that's funny. And and he proved it. He watched the tape over and over and over. He proved it's 253, and yet, like, you go to Wikipedia, or, and you go to the official NCAA records, and it still says 258, and there's a footnote. Uh, John Boyce says it's 253. It's, it, it shouldn't be that. It should be 253, and you can have a footnote we used to think it was 258. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no debate. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a great video. Um, all right, so the 76ers, you guessed Iverson, who's second. Uh, first is a guy who um, you said it's not somebody who played in Syracuse. It is somebody who played in Syracuse. It's Hal Greer. Greer. Okay. Hal Greer, the first great small forward. How crazy is it that that franchise has been around forever and their all-time leading scorer retired in like 1962 yeah, it's pretty or something sad. like they that? Should, they should pack it up. Yeah, that, it's really unbelievable. Uh, Dr. J. Barkley, you know, these guys are on the list, but yeah, they're not. They're mm-hmm. not number one. Uh, you guessed uh, for the for the for the seat, for the Thunder slash Sonics is Gary Payton. Um, for the Suns, it's Walter Davis. That was a tough one. Yeah, that's really tough. For the Bullets Wizards, it's Alvin Hayes. 
I, you know, mixing up, you know, the, the two guys from the, from the late 70s Wizards is understandable. So uh, for the Bucks, it's Kareem. I thought that was an easy one. Yeah, I should have got Kareem. Yeah, it will be. Where's Giants, Michael Red? Is Michael Red like seventh all time? For the Bucks, yeah. Michael Red is fourth okay. all time. Very under. I feel like Michael Red has already yeah. become underappreciated. Glenn Robinson, by the way, second. Marquez Johnson, who I would have guessed. Glenn Robinson was overappreciated because he was like a, you know like the college player of the year, number one pick, like sort of an overrated guy. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like like that team. Sam Cassell was their best player. Ray Allen was their second best player, and Glenn Robinson was the one who got yeah, the Yeah, and it took and like the usage rate also. Yeah, well, anyways, Giannis will be there soon enough, so that's fine. Uh, the, the Clippers, it's Randy Smith. That's, I think, the toughest one on this list. Okay. That's really... The Raptors, we said DeRozan. The Magic is Dwight Howard. Oh, I should have got that. Yeah, he played there longer. The Nets, as I said, is Brooke Lopez. The Grizzlies is Mike Conley. And the Pellies, David West. Wow. David West doing right, work. So that's Akiva Guess okay. stuff. Yeah, let us know if you like that as much as you like Alex <laughs> Guess and stuff. Who had a better segment? <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, quick yeah, talk let's football talk football then. a little bit. Yeah. All right. I'm so annoyed with uh, how things... Sunday was a phenomenal day of football. Amazing. All, I mean, the, the snow record. game, I, you weren't really watching because yeah. you had the Vikings on at the same time. Yeah. But it was great. I, I kept turning it on on the big screen just so my kids could see it or my wife could see it. I know. I, I did that to my kids, too. And, and like, they loved it. They, they didn't stay for a long time, but... You know, I, like, and no one could see the the snow football and not and not at least check it out. I thought the telecast yeah, was like the worst fun. telecast I'd ever seen in my life. They, you had no idea where what part of the field they were on, right? Because there was no yard line markers. Because who cares? Look at look at the teams. No, that it didn't really matter. I, I'd also yeah. Although again, the Bills are going to make the playoffs quite possible. The Colts punt for fourth and <laughs> with Joe Webb. Joe Webb hadn't thrown a pass since two thousand eleven. The, the the Bills punted on fourth and six from the from the thirty two in a zero zero game, and the announcers, even though there was a timeout after they had gone out to punt before, they they punted. Um, it, the announcers didn't even mention like, hey, should we maybe not be punting from the thirty two yard line when like our only option is to score a touchdown? Because obviously we're not kicking a fifty yard field goal. So like. Once you get yeah. to the 32, it's not like, oh, shoot, the Bills now have the ball at the 32. But you could easily punt the ball in the end zone, and yeah. it's a 12-yard punt. I mean, it, yeah. the, like it's you could make an argument because they did pin them at the two. You could make an argument their only chance to score was like on a safety, which I think is reasonable. A safety. But yeah. the, like, the announcer not to bring it up, it, it bothered me so much. Yeah. By the way, uh, Vinatieri, that 43-yard extra point was phenomenal. The way he kicked it, it was like so far to the right as he we, kicked. I it. feel like we're giving him credit because he like shanked an extra point that like was a miracle and went in. Yeah. No. He. Oh, wait. The first one that he missed badly. The one he, he got, got in. Like we're giving him credit for an extra point that looked like it was like leaving the stadium at one point. But he did that by design because the wind. I, I. That's what I'm saying. I. I I'm I mean, not buying. Supposedly. It. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. So that that was a good game. Obviously. Um. You know, Thursday night in New Orleans, Atlanta was a great start to the week. Um, you know, Green Bay, second week in a row, they pulled one out of their butts in overtime against a terrible team. I'm so annoyed. Aaron Rodgers should be done. I'm really annoyed that he's coming back. Um, yeah, I'm really bitter about that. Uh, Detroit uh, beat Tampa in it's an unwatchable game because, you know, those teams are terrible to watch, but it was an exciting game. The Vikings-Carolina game was, and I think Bill Simmons brings this up, so I know it's not a new idea, but you know when you're playing a video game and you've won too many in a row, and so the game decides, all right, you're losing this one no matter how perfectly you play? Yeah, the no effing way game. That's what he always calls it. Yeah, the Vikings were trying to become the first team since 1967 to play three consecutive games in the road against winning teams and win all three of them. 
that hasn't happened in 50 years. And um, and they and they could have and they should have. I mean, just just a bunch of bullshit plays, a bunch of you know bad bounces, a bunch of terrible calls by the refs. I mean, at one point, um, Case Keenum threw it 20 yards down the field, a perfect spiral, and they said it was a fumble. And uh, the announcers even joked, I've never seen a fumble that was a perfect spiral before. I mean, it was absurd. Yeah. It went 20 yards on the field. A guy like was touching the back of his hand as he released it, but his hand was going forward. Um, I mean, there was just so many terrible calls in that game. And then the Vikings somehow miraculously down 11 with two and a half minutes to go, score a touchdown, get an interception. Alan Thielen drops two consecutive uh, touchdowns in the end zone, um, which is, I guess, where touchdowns always are. The second one, by the way, was the Des Bryant rule. It's so dumb. He catches the ball. His his foot, his feet are in. His knee comes down. His elbow comes down. He's down in like seven parts of his body. But then eventually the ball hits the ground and comes out, and so it's incomplete. So... It was ruled correctly based on the NFL rule. The NFL rule is dumb. So they settled for a field goal, and um, of course they had missed field goals early in the game because Kai Forbath stinks, and then of course Cam had that 60-yard run. And I lost my voice in that game, and it's two days later. And oh, I so you haven't explained. Can you explain this to me now? You posted a picture. Yeah. You said that you scared your kid or you accidentally injured your kid in a celebration when you guys picked off Cam Newton. Then you yeah. posted a picture, and I was on my desktop yeah. like I frequently am, and it and Twitter yeah. cuts out the picture, so I just saw it, scrolled on, didn't care, don't even know which of your kids it was, even though we're top five friends. I don't know yeah. stuff like that. Then on my phone, the whole picture showed up when I when I started using my phone, and you were shirtless in the same picture. Why were yeah. you watching football shirtless <laughs> with your injured child? Okay, so the answer I was giving people is I had ripped off my shirt in frustration earlier in the game because of some of the bad calls against okay. the Vikings, but that's not even true. That, the honest answer is I didn't wear a shirt basically the whole day. Uh, we went we went to the JCC in the morning uh, to go to the gym, mm-hmm. and I and I was playing basketball and I got very sweaty and I forgot Who's to change clothes, so I didn't want to put like my. Family. And they watched you play basketball. No, everybody was. My wife was in the gym. My younger kids were babysitting. Oh, like how am I supposed to know there's babysitting? No one knows that there's babysitting. A lot of gyms have babysitting. Okay. I, I've never been to a gym. Well, you've never been. You've never know. been to a gym. So, by the way, that is true. I have never been to a gym. I mean, my wife and I combined uh, work out six days a week. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me and Barry Bonds combined have over seven hundred fifty-five home amazing. runs. So, uh, yeah, it's really incredible. Um, so, right, but so, it's just weird. So, it's so, not so, so weird to be in your house with no shirt, but it's weird in December. No, but, no, but, it's but, weird but, to do it in December. But this. But this is why it's weird. So so after so after I play basketball, I go to the pool with my son. I swim with him for a while. Then we go in the mm-hmm. shower, and I come out of the shower, and you I realize I have nothing shower. to change into. I don't want to put on. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I realize I don't want to put my. I have daughters, shirt so I, I'm again. just going to assume that's normal. Yeah, keep yeah. going. Yeah. So I don't want to put on my sweaty girl's right. shirt again, but I didn't have another option. So I don't. So I just don't put. I wear no shirt for the rest. Of the, and and we, by the way, we were at the JCC for another two hours. We went to the cafe. We did all this. Wait, you had no shirt at the JCC. And I just had. <laughs> well, I had my winter jacket because it's winter outside, so I just zipped my okay, jacket all the way okay. up. And my son thought it was really funny. He kept telling people as they walked by, unzip my daddy's jacket. <laughs> and I was like, no. Because oh <laughs> he thought yeah. it was funny. Yeah, I know. That can go a lot of ways. <laughs> so so anyway, so then we get home from the JCC at like 12.57, okay. just in time mm-hmm. for football. And I wasn't going to run upstairs and put a shirt on when the game's starting in two right. minutes. And there was no commercials during the game you were watching. And so then I... halftime. Yeah, and so, and so then I didn't watch, and so I just didn't put a shirt on, and then and then for the next seven hours, I guess I the Heat's working at the Chester on, House. You're spending some money this winter. <laughs> yeah, the Heat's working. That's true. So I uh, yeah, no shirt for Chester, uh, and uh, no win for the Vikings. Okay. All right. Let's talk about next week. Let's talk about Week 15 because it's also a good slate of games. Yeah, it's uh, it's not as good as last week. 
but there's a there's a few good games here. The Saturday and games are a, a delight. Games the Saturday are, games are like that's that's what it should be. The Thursday games should be Saturday games. It's nice to get like a like a little bit of an appetizer before the Sunday games. Yeah, I mean, I have a really hot take that I know you're going to agree with, which is let's get rid of college football and have NFL on Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, should, I, I like it used to be that the NFL could have crushed college by moving the Saturday. I think that ship sailed a few years ago. Do you know what I mean? The NFL could yeah, have well, forced not, college I'm, I'm, to like Thursday and Friday ahead, if they wanted to, but now, now, like now, it's not possible. Now, college owns Saturday. Yeah, well, there's always been the reason we don't do Fridays also is because can I ask you a stupid question? Actually, college gets Saturday. Well, yeah, yeah. I, people, I, I'm sure someone some out there has said this, but like, obviously, Nick Saban doesn't care about politics and probably is a Roy Moore supporter. But what if the no, he's not a Roy Moore supporter. He is. He doesn't vote. He doesn't, he doesn't know. know. Right. He's, he's never heard. He's probably he's never heard of Roy supporter. Moore or uh, Doug Jones. Yeah. Yeah. He has zero. He has zero. He didn't opinions. know. He claimed last I mean, year not of, to know it was election day he, uh, when when it was yeah. the Trump Hillary election. Um, but yeah. what if Jalen Hurts and Hurt or Hurts? I always forget. And um and and like the other good players on Alabama said we're not playing in the semifinals if if uh, Roy Moore wins. And then you'd also need to get Auburn involved because I feel like that would bring a lot of Auburn voters to vote for for Roy Moore. So you'd need you need Auburn <laughs> yeah. and Alabama to be in coots, and Auburn's playing, a, I think, a PCS game, right? But not not in the semifinals. What like isn't that a good idea? There's no way the Roy Moore wins, right? Well, for a player, I'm not sure the answer. I was actually listening to a podcast where they were discussing this, and they were saying if Saban were to say something, it would have no Of course it would. Because Saban is like the most important person. He is the most state. important person. Yeah. Is Auburn a private school or a public school? I don't even – I think it's private. Oh, a it public is a public school? school? No, I mean, public, so it would have yeah. to be Malzahn and and Saban. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Because I, I, I do think like, a lot of trolls – like, what would, he, what would he say? Like, I'm quitting? Every Auburn fan would vote 12 times for – you know what I mean? Like, well, well, it'd have to be both of them. Well, let, let – Let's be honest here. Um, I think that the attitude of most uh, Roy Moore type supporting Alabamians yeah. is that they is that they know and don't care the opinions of African Americans, certainly young African Americans. Right. No, men. I'm so, not saying you know, Jalen Hurts saying I, yeah. this would hurt my feelings. Obviously, they wouldn't care about that. I'm saying we're not going to play like the, all the starters on both teams. We're not going to play. I just I, I like I think that actually has an impact. And Roy Moore is at seven, was at seven, and by the way, by the time this comes out, like, one of them may have already been declared the winner, I don't know, but, like, you you, you could, yeah. like, he's at, I think he was at 7% of the minority vote in Alabama, so, like, I, you'd imagine at least the African-American players on the team, like, almost universally are not interested, they may have no opinion, and by the way, the at yeah. least the Alabama players are not think, even on, you, allowed on social media. You think media. Saban, allo- I don't think he lets them on social media. Yeah, you think Saban allows these like guys June. to vote yeah, or to go to, to know? To yeah, vote. that's true. Yeah. He might keep them in like an all day practice. Yeah. but I, like I, Jalen Hurts hasn't tweeted yeah. since April, so like I'm not sure they're allowed like from the summer on to be on social media. So uh, they may not even know the elections going on in their defense. Also, but it just it seemed to me like uh, no. like no one has spoke up about it. It's interesting. All right. Yeah, Akiva's upset. He wants to make sure that more gets elected. I already made. I already made that joke. By the way, did you read? Um, did you read the cat person story that everyone's talking about? I read articles about the article. <laughs> so you didn't read, so I didn't read it because you know it's about a person who's bad at sex and was in the University of Michigan ten years ago. So it may have hit very close to home for you. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. It was, I didn't know those oh, parts yeah. of it. No. Um. All right, I'll go read it. Fine. Okay, so yeah, so let's talk about this week's game. Let's games. do it. All right, last week the Thursday night game was the best game of the week. Uh, this week the Thursday night game is the worst game of the week. One of the worst games ever. Denver at Indy. 
I, I, you, oh, they should get one Thursday flex, Hello? right? They should get one flex where it's like, all right, we can't subject the whole country to this. Like, maybe you can't move D- Denver in view off Thursday, but maybe you could be like, let's move another game to Thursday. What I don't understand is a couple of weeks ago, Denver played out in Miami. Denver, who's probably the worst team in the league at that point, and they were favored on the road at Miami. This week, they're going at Indy. Okay, fine. They won a game for the first time in seven weeks. And they're favored in Indianapolis by two and a half points. That's insane. Well, I think Indy maybe checked out. Maybe the coach checked out. The, the, here's the thing. Vance Joseph. Denver's checked Vance in. Vance Joseph is coaching for his job. Like, Vance Joseph was getting, oh, my God, he's going to get yeah. fired stuff this week. And they showed up. Yeah. And I, the, the Jets were awful. Like, the Jets lose that game 100 times out of 100. They didn't even try. I, I, Todd Bowles basically let two minutes, like, instead of having two minutes and no timeouts at the end of the first half, decided he'd rather kneel on the ball with 30 seconds. Like, he made a conscious choice. Well, he finally got the memo from the front office that they're trying to lose these games. I mean, Josh McCown could have got injured six weeks ago. Would have been really helpful. Because now we're going to get the eighth draft pick. We're literally in no man's land. Um, Listen, last week we both joked that the Broncos might be the worst team in the NFL. And then they came out and actually played really well. I, I mean, Simeon is clearly the best of these three guys right now. I mean, maybe Lynch is better, but... He, you know, he's Simeon is worlds better than Brock Osweiler. Let's say that, even though Simeon's not good. Simeon yeah. might be an NFL backup. Brock Osweiler, Osweiler can never play in the NFL again. John Elway tried to give Brock Osweiler $75 million. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, Bro- right, John Elway is probably campaigning for Roy Moore today also. It's not, he makes a yeah. lot of bad decisions. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. All right, I could not bet enough on uh, Indy here. Indy's going to win this game. I mean, I would not bet on it because I think it's two teams. Like, it's it's like I don't want to watch. We're we're doing like uh, bowl betting in the pool of pools, and you're basically guessing which team cares more, right? Like, which team's going to play harder? To to me, that's the Denver Indy thing. It's like which team is actually still trying. And to me, that's Denver right now. Like, they're coming off a big win. Pagano is probably getting fired. I mean, Indy tried pretty hard. No, Indy is trying hard. They like they had a game. First of all, they like dead after last week's game. It's that game to Thursday. That's brutal. No, I don't know. Is it? I have no idea. The the team, like (laughs) incognito afterwards, was like is a nightmare. But a lot of the players said that um, that it was easier because you just fall into the snow. I love tackle football in the snow. We we had one time like we had it started snowing in high school during the school day, so a lot of the teachers that came in the afternoon didn't show up. So we just had like four free periods, but a lot of the people couldn't leave because they had to wait for the buses to come at five thirty. Um, so like it was still school for four more hours. A lot of kids in our school went came from far away from Staten Island and Brooklyn and whatever to Long Island. And we had a four hour ga- football game in the snow. The final score we literally had the box score in our yearbook. The final score was like twenty two to twenty one in touchdowns. Uh, it was like one of the, like the best parts of you know of of high school for me. Like it was an, an amazing snow football game. Like you couldn't feel yourself afterwards. Like. People were like losing limbs, but it was it it was amazing. Snow football is the best. Yeah, yeah. Snow snow football is great. Uh, you know, snow angels in the end zone, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Great time. Yeah. What are the Saturday games? All right. So, uh, what's your pick for that game? I see. No, I'm picking Denver. Okay. All right. Good. Oh, by the way, I forgot to say last week uh, after the week before, I went four and one against you. You went four and zero against me in our mm-hmm. disagreements. You dominated mm-hmm. me last week. Uh, yeah, I was very off. Okay, so we're we're off to a, a disagreement already. All right, the Saturday games, there is two Saturday games. The one is good, one is bad. Chicago at Detroit's a bad game. I don't even want to talk about it. Detroit's going to win. They're going to get to eight and six. They think they're hanging around. Yeah, I mean, would Detroit make the playoffs in the AFC? We've discussed this already, but like, it's so crazy that yeah. Dallas and Dallas and Green Bay are chasing Seattle, who's you know who's chasing, cha- you know, basically Atlanta. chasing Atlanta. Like it's yeah. insane. Atlanta and New Orleans the, or Carolina. Yeah. Um, so, so like Detroit, Detroit to even mention being in the playoffs is is absurd. Obviously, 
Yeah, but um, they're going to win this game, obviously. And then the other one, which is a really good game, is the seven and six Chargers, one of the hottest teams in the league, against the seven and six Chiefs, who finally won a game. So, yeah, I mean, again, whoever wins that game is good, probably going to be favored in in a playoff game, right? In the in the four. Yeah, and by the way, Bill Simmons, who is you know, uh, no surprise, he's a moron. He says he was talking about how the Chargers are so much mm-hmm. better than the Chiefs, and and you know, how the Chargers are going to win. And then he says the Chiefs have to be favored by three, and then they're only favored by one. He's like, oh, that's not correct. It should be a playoff line. In the playoffs, nobody's ever favored by less than three. Uh, I went I went through. There are more games uh, in which a team is favored by less than three in the playoffs, and there are games where a team is favored by three or three and a half. I don't know yeah, what he's talking no, about. He's, listen, he's making stuff up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I You know, I, I'm i kind of bullish on both these teams, so this is a hard game to pick. So the game's in KC, right? Yeah. What, what has Kansas City done to just? I mean, they've scored this? tons of points two weeks in a row now. Uh, they scored 25 last week. It's, I don't know if it's I mean, tons. they scored 30. What did they score? 31 against the Jets. That's two two weeks. They're averaging 28. Yeah, um, yeah I'm going yeah. with KC. I like the Chargers. I, I think the Chargers, uh, you know, are are uh, are yeah. a team who could win a playoff game. Yeah. But I'm picking the home team here. I mean, they've done this with 16 games in the row in a row on the road, which is really Basically. impressive. Um, yeah, but I, th- I think I think it's going to be a close game. I'm going to take Kansas okay. City as well. So uh, those are our two Saturday games. And um, now, now we get to the Sunday games. I guess we'll just go from from worst to best. Worst is Arizona at Washington, a meaningless game. Washington has gotten worse. And Washington has no Arizona players left. Better. Also, yeah, yeah. Arizona, I'm going to pick yeah, Arizona. I, I just think, I, listen, I agree that it's probably too rash to fire Gruden, especially in a year where there's going to be six or seven coaching jobs, and you're really going to have to fight and pay. You know, pay. You know, the first the big domino that falls, then it's like, oh shoot, now we're paying like eight million dollars for a crappy new coach. So I would probably keep Gruden for one more year and, and obviously keep Cousins because there's, you're not finding someone better than Cousins without a top pick. Um, but in this yeah. game, I'm picking Arizona, and it's going to get real ugly in Washington next week. Yeah, I'm taking Washington. I still think Arizona stinks. The fact that they beat Tennessee means nothing because Tennessee no, is like Tennessee the worst team, Tennessee, team I, in the world. It, the, the, the AFC playoffs yeah. should have the Chiefs and the Chargers with the Ravens and the Jaguars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Philly at the Giants. Uh, you know, we got to pour one out for Carson Wentz, obviously. Uh, you know, it's very Andy Dalton esque. Two years ago, uh, you know, the the, the Bengals were ten and three or right. something. Dalton probably would have won like the MVP. Andy Dalton if he, was if he, leading if the he league. Kept playing and played decent. Yeah, yeah, and um, and AJ McCarron wasn't bad. Obviously, they lost that game in, in Pittsburgh in the playoffs. Philly, Nick Foles. Last time we saw him in Philadelphia was really good. Obviously, but um, you know, in the Chip Kelly era, the Giants have given up. Clearly, is there any chance the Giants win this game? As a Vikings fan, I need the Eagles to lose one of their next three. The Eagles are definitely Dallas winning this Oakland. game. This so is big. like this is the softest landing spot yeah. imaginable for Falls. Like they are winning this game. Yeah. No. No. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I agree with you. All right. Uh, Jets at New Orleans. I mean, this, <laughs> this I mean, uh, it, uh, Bryce Petty is abominable. It would have been a good game. Yeah. It I mean, with McCown, I think maybe they could have moved the ball a little bit. But I mean, this uh, Petty is abominable. Uh, can he go, can he throw the ball deep? Like well, Robbie Anderson is useless to a quarterback who doesn't throw deep. Yeah, it's really bad for anybody who has uh, is in the playoffs with guys like Robbie Anderson who got you there. Yeah, I mean, curse, forget yeah, about totally it. That's worthless. deeper. I, I, I think the Saints are going to win thirty-eight to three. I like Petty is beyond incompetent. Like yeah. Petty is barely better than Hackenberg. Yeah, the line is sixteen. The line is sixteen, and I would take New Orleans. The line is sixteen. I mean, One, I would six. not have guessed that. I would have guessed like nine and a half. It's a good <laughs> thing we didn't. I didn't play this week. I would have missed that wildly. Oh. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess 16 is a crazy I, I, I mean, like, I, I, I like, I, it's not insane in the sense that you should consider taking the Saints at 16, but my God, that's a high line. Bryce Petty? 
I mean, I guess they know how bad he is. Yeah, you know what? The line would have been like 11 if Petty hadn't played. But he threw some passes. That, no, no, no. With McCown, with McCown, it would have been like eight. No, and a half I mean, minutes. I mean, if McCown was injured, but like finished the game, because Petty played, and then people can't talk themselves in the Petty. Uh, they could have uh, been yeah. like, oh, in the preseason, Petty was competent, which, by the way, he was. But then you look back at last year, he was yeah. incompetent, and then, and then in last week, like he missed guys. You know, I wouldn't have missed guys that badly. He is so bad. So, yeah, he's not good. All right, Houston at Jacksonville. Uh, another game. Houston is, you know, TJ Yates. By the way, he was better than Savage. yeah. Yates is fine, uh, but I, I pick. I, well, I, he's not fine. No, like but. he's fine in the Savage level. He's not. He's not worse than Savage or better. Yeah, yeah. big game by Jacksonville. In, you know, yeah. Big uh, what's win what's the spread here? You know, they gave up some what's garbage touchdowns here? late, but what's the spread? The spread's That's eleven really and a half. Yeah, but uh, obviously the Jaguars are going to win. I don't think they're going to cover though. Well, the Jaguars went into Houston and pounded them in Week One, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. All right. Okay. So no disagreement there. Baltimore at Cleveland. Do you, what? what if, by the way, what if what if the Texans owner comes out and says, you know, it really wouldn't have been the coach's fault. Like Deshaun Watson, you know, we might have made the playoffs with him, or we're, we're you know, we had a we had a future. But looking back, the fact that he picked Tom Savage to start over Deshaun Watson basically, you know, makes him it's a fireable fence, and I'm getting rid of O'Brien. That would be funny, right? Yeah, I've been complaining about I this know, since but week it'd be, one. It would be funny it, if he it, like said the, it. It's the most insane if he decision. Said it and then fired him. McNair yeah. or whoever the owner is now, um, and but but it was a double it was double firing offense because first of all to make that decision when one was literally the worst quarterback in the league and one was literally mm-hmm. the best is awful. But then the second is that they he changed his mind after fifteen mm-hmm. snaps, like he watched an entire summer training program, you know, uh, yeah. off season. And we've had this conversation five tra- times. You know, everything it, it can't go from Watson. Yeah, savage, it's insane. It just looks worse as like yeah. Savage is worse than Yates. Yeah. Yeah, Baltimore at Cleveland. Uh, you know, again, Cleveland going for the 0 16. Last year they pulled it off late in the season against San Diego. But Baltimore, all of a sudden, I mean, they look yeah, really Baltimore, good. This, yeah, a few weeks ago I would have said this is maybe where Cleveland gets it. But next, well, Cleveland also has Chicago next week. Uh, that would really be like yeah. if John Fox loses to Cleveland, then he doesn't get to coach week 17, right? Well, here's the thing if, if the Steelers beat the mm-hmm. Patriots this week, then the Steelers will have nothing to play for in week 17 against Cleveland. Yeah, that that doesn't that doesn't impress me. I feel like Tomlin is not losing to the Browns. Yeah. It's it's fine to punt a game. And by the way, Tomlin has punted games like he had Brian St. Pierre play quarterback twelve years ago. He could have Scott St. Pierre play maybe this time. But like it it, it doesn't it, like it to me. The Steelers backups. Any relation there? Well, he, we no? said he's George S. St. Pierre. I don't know. We could ask him, but I don't think he's Canadian. Yeah, well, that's um, what I'm just wondering. How do, I, I, to yeah. me, like, there's no way Tomlin's going to lose the 0-15 Browns. Like, that's that's a weird thing. You do know that Canadians are allowed to have non-Canadian relatives. It is permissible. Yeah, but I feel like it's a Canadian name, you know? I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I have no <laughs> idea what I'm saying. Um, anyway, I, I, the Browns' chance is next week against Chicago. They're losing to Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Yeah. All right. Uh, Bengals at the Vikings. The Bengals just got blown out at home to Chicago. I that's one of the craziest things. I don't understand how to. Yeah, I like, saw zero set. Like I did not see any of that game. It was not on the Red Zone Channel. Um, yeah, I, to me, you, you guys are going to kill. Okay, you guys are going to kill Cincinnati. I, I really think there's going to be a blowout. Well, okay, I I, I need to complain okay, about yeah. the Bengals for a second. If nothing that happened to that game bothers me in terms of Carolina. Carolina sucks. We'll beat them by. 30 You're really anti Carolina. To me, to me I, uh, Carolina could beat any team in the league. They could lose to almost any team in the league. But they're dangerous. No, no, yeah, they they're, they're fine. They no, they, they, got really lucky. they got really Cam lucky. They Newton's barely pulled it out. Is their only problem. I mean, obviously, it's literally the biggest problem you could have as an inaccurate quarterback. But like Newton, yeah. Newton can't hit anybody. But other than that, the team is good. He's a bad passer. They don't have a running game. 
their second, whatever. Um, here's my issue with the Vikings. Last year, as we know, they started 5-0, and and then the injuries just felled them, and they ended up falling apart. This year, they've overcome the injuries so far, but I'm starting to worry that they're just going to fall apart. They're just going to have too many guys hurt. I mean, that was the problem in the Carolina game. Four of their five uh, offensive linemen were not there mm-hmm. by the end of the game, you know, in the regular spots. Kyle Rudolph... Um, you know, there, there's who hadn't had a drop the entire season until he dropped a 50 yard yeah. pass in the middle of the field, mm-hmm. which was annoying. Um, he's in a walking boot right now. I don't know if he's playing. Uh, Xavier, yeah, Oates you don't need these guys for this week. You need them for uh, you know games against better teams. Well, we need them the next week yes. in Green Bay. Yeah, they should beat Cincinnati. Well, it's funny because even even uh, I, if I had to guess, I'd say Rodgers doesn't play this week, but maybe plays next week. It just doesn't sound like he's ready. It sounds like the doctors really don't want to clear him. It's crazy to me. Yeah, I'm really glad because everybody has been saying automatically for granted for the last two weeks, 100% certain he's yeah. coming back in week 15. And, and and I, and I like usual, I'm acknowledging when I'm in the minority, but I was in the minority saying, why is everybody assuming he's playing? Just because he's eligible to come off the IR, we have no evidence he can come back after seven weeks to an injury on his throwing shoulder. I did not think he was playing, and everybody in my fantasy has been telling me I'm a moron for weeks and making mm-hmm. fun of me that I dropped him. Yeah, maybe I'll be wrong. By the time this podcast comes out, maybe they'll announce he's playing, but I don't see any evidence that he's playing. And if they lose at Carolina this week, their season's over, and then there's mm-hmm. no way he's playing. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure that he's coming back. I'm really not. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll get to that game in a second. Uh, Tennessee at San Francisco. I moved this game all the way up to eight because in my exciting index because Tennessee is really bad. And San Francisco is actually pretty decent. So San Francisco's favored. Uh, yeah, I think I think San Francisco right? yeah, wins, and this gotta, is the gotta, coming out party for three Garoppolo. and ten team favored against an eight and yeah, five. I'm team. so proud of Garoppolo. Three, hold on, I I rostered three, Garoppolo the whole year. Team favored against leads, a which healthy, was so eight and five stupid, team. but now kind of looks smart in hindsight. Yeah. Like it was a bad decision that ended up being a good decision. Yeah. Um, I'm I, I love yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo so much. All right, uh, they're going to mm-hmm. beat Tennessee, right? By the way, have we ever seen that before? A healthy eight and five team is an underdog to a to a three and ten. I bet it's happened. I, I'm going to say 8-5 and five on yeah, the I mean, road against 3-10 and 10 team. If you can do that search, um, if football reference has spreads, uh, I'm going to say it has happened before. They do have spreads, I'm going to say it's happened before. All right. Not not on the podcast, right. but you um, can post okay, it in the group. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, a, a terrible Monday night game. Atlanta at Tampa Bay. I mean, Tampa it's not terrible. It, like, Denver Kirk Indy is terrible. Fired. Atlanta Tampa Bay is not terrible because if one team has something to play for, you still have to watch the game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but Tampa, I mean, I don't understand what's going on I mean, Cutter is going to get fired. You know, the, the two the two teams that everybody was slurping all over in the preseason were Tampa right. and, and Tennessee. Tennessee and is good really, in spite really of Mariota. Things, remember. And Tampa Bay in Tennessee, I looked wrong a little bit. James although, not, I mean, they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 Jameis, uh, I mean everything's wrong in Tampa Bay. Cutter's got to go. Jameis, who you know on Hard Knocks they declared was an MVP candidate. I think he declared I mean, it to be. He's fair. worse than Jay Cutler right now. But yes, yeah, he's no, worse than Jay uh, Cutler. To me, um, well, first of all, I, Cutter's getting fired the day after the season. By the way, he's worse than Jay Cutler on and off the field. <laughs> all right, Atlanta's winning. Who else? That game, well, who right? else is getting fired? Let's do this quickly. Like right now, is. Is uh, Vance Joseph getting fired at four and nine for the Broncos? I'm going to say no. It's year one. It's very rare for a, for if a it, competent organization to fire coach after one year. Only the Browns or the Raiders. If really it, do well, that. but they're not competent. The Bron- you, I mean, John Elway has gotten away yeah. with a lot because he did one thing, which is he brought Peyton uh, Manning it's not to a town. Crazy point. I mean, he won Super Bowl basically without Peyton Manning, yeah. so that's kind of a, a bad take, right? He he almost won well, a Super Bowl with Brock Osweiler. Right. Like let's. Let's give him a little bit of credit for yeah. building that roster. Hugh Jackson is not getting fired, although I do think there will be a groundswell if they go in 16. It's going to be tough. Pagano is yeah. gone. O'Brien is in huge trouble, I think. Um, 
the Giants coach has been go. fired. I, I think he should. I, I don't think I, he will. If the Cowboys go nine and seven, I think Garrett keeps his job. But what do you think? If the Cowboys are eight and eight, does get? I don't think okay. he's getting fired. Jerry Jones just wants somebody who's yeah. subservient to him. What about John Fox? I mean, Fox he's is gone. Go, right? He's fired. Like, like if they lose to Cleveland next week, he's it's going to be. He maybe they let him coach Week Seventeen, but it's going to leak Saturday night. Jay Glazer, who's his best friend anyway, it'll be like, oh, they yeah. fired him, even though like uh, you know he's the greatest coach like uh, of all time because Glazer is very pro Fox. Um, yeah, if Cincinnati ends five and eleven, does Marvin Lewis get his job? Yeah, he's got to be I, gone. I, Lewis I is gone, gone. I think. Um, what about your coach? Do you I, think your I coach do think he'll stick now? around. Now the problem is, it's very unlikely that they win a game, especially with the Patriots very possibly needing to play for something in Week Seventeen. That's not an easy game anymore. Uh, and we got the Saints this week and the Chargers next week. Uh, to me, I, of course, I would fire Bowles. He's the most conservative coach in NFL history. He literally would. He's the type of coach who would kneel on the ball down seven in the fourth quarter. Like he's he's crazy. He would he would punt like with no timeouts on under two minutes left. He would punt on fourth and one. Like I've never seen someone so conservative. He plays to lose. Um. So the, and then Cutter. That's yeah. it. So I think that's like six coaches who are going to be. Go. He, we he, love he cover. We, uh, Bruce Arians is going to retire. Not, I think yeah, Bruce Arians is going to retire. And listen, by the way, Belichick and Carroll are a thousand Jack years Del old. Rio, too. They might... You don't think Jack Del Rio loses his job? Hold on, twelve and four to like seven and nine. You don't think Jack Del Rio loses his job? I don't. I don't think Del Rio gets fired. I think Del Rio keeps it. But I, okay. uh, you have to also remember Belichick and uh, and Carroll are a million years old, so there's always a chance they retire. I don't think Belichick will retire, mm-hmm. but... And Sean McVay, of course, should be fired for the Nathan Peterman thing. No, no, no not Sha- Sean McDermott. Sean McVay... Uh, yeah, Sean, Sean McDermott. Sean McVay yeah, Sean McVay should not be fired. Yeah, yeah, Sean McDermott, I agree, should be fired, but, but won't. I mean, he might make the playoffs. He's not getting fired. All right, uh, so you're... You're picking Atlanta to be Tampa Bay. Right? Yes, yeah, but I'm I'm just saying it's still like I'm gonna watch, okay. but I'm obviously not gonna watch. I'm out of. Yeah. I was in six fantasy leagues. I am out of all six. In week fifteen, I made two playoffs, yeah. but they were six team make the playoffs, not and eight great. teams make the playoffs. Didn't come close in either one, and done. I mean, league of leagues every week counts, but I'm I'm done. I'm out, so I don't have to watch for yeah. fantasy anymore. Who you who you who you're rooting for? Who are you rooting for in thirty two? I don't even know who's in it. I mean, against you. Uh. Well, I don't know. I don't know who's in it. I, I like once matchups. I'm out, I'm not going to pay attention to who's okay. in it. In your in your division, in the Kiev division, it's Av against Jake. Uh, okay, Jake I know Lewin both of them. Yeah, one semifinal. I'm not going to play favorites. Wait, no, and, Av came to the Seinfeld show. I'm obviously pa- picking Av. Av. Av could win. Yeah. All right, and and Paul Elliott against Jeff Peskin in the okay, other well, semifinal Paul, matchup. Okay, well, Paul, what happened? Paul used to score our things. I haven't heard from him recently. So it's Jeff and Les Paul start scoring our bets. I'll tell you who I like better. All right, in Paul, all these you that. You got to get moving. All right, uh, in the yeah. Stragglers League, you got Adam Cohn against Travis okay. Payne. Uh, Travis Payne did the logo for this podcast, or or maybe Garrett is a brother, but one of them did it. I think so that was Garrett, way, but yeah, we but we love all Paynes. Yeah, I, by the way, I've been calling him T-Pain all year in my recaps. I'm sure he's heard that a thousand times, but I've heard no comments, positive or negative, yeah. so I'm going to keep doing no, it. He probably doesn't otherwise. read them, like the other 47 then, people also don't read your yeah. recaps. Yeah. And then in the mm-hmm. other semifinal, it's uh, Jeremy Island, who's got a dot. Jeremy with a G, okay. Although not Philly, not as Yeah, against Casey Crafton. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm rooting for a tie there. I like, the they're, they're both good. Let's go for a tie. And what happens in a tie? Who gets the tiebreaker? Right, the team with the better regular season record? If they're per- points. I, no, the team that okay. scored more, I think, would okay. advance. So, all right. And then uh, in our division, uh, Mo- Moro is playing. He hasn't chosen his, his opponent yet. It'll be either me or Mark Bender. Now, I'm going to pick. I'm rooting against Moro because he doesn't update his roster in the League League's Basketball League like a moron. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm, I'm anti-Moro right now. And then who... who 
Yeah, so then so then whoever he picks, uh, Nina Stoddard will face okay. the other one. Well, Nina, Nina like almost won one of her pools last year, right? So I'm rooting for Nina. No, 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 no. You're, mi- you're mixing up your women. <laughs> that okay. was that was Emily Easterly, who also made the playoffs. So I put what, it Nina, Nina Stoddard, I think, is on the RHP Supreme Court, I think I put her on. I don't remember. Yeah. In this league, there were two women and 46 men. Uh, the women made the playoffs 100%, mm-hmm. two men for two. Men didn't do as well. Well, the when, the men Emily almost won the almost won the uh, the what's it called league last year, the pick and pool also. Yeah, her yeah she lost to Shapiro because the and there's one woman in she, she out, the Falcons, out of um, the there, there's one woman in the four and one pool out of like a lot of people and I think she's picked seven at least twice already. She's gone seven zero against the spread twice. So oh wow yeah wow. Yeah, women know what they're talking about when it comes to football. All right, uh, at least the women who listen to us. Miami at Buffalo. Uh, we were just talking about Sean McDermott. I really hope it snows again. That would be awesome. Uh, I'm going to oh, I thought Buffalo. we were done with the games because you went to Monday. No, we got like six more games to go. Oh, my God. Let's do these quickly. Uh, Buffalo. Miami's playing fine, but Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sunday night, we have Dallas at Oakland. Uh, both teams are still alive somehow. Dallas, by the way, favored in Oakland. I don't really understand that one. Oakland stinks, uh, you know, I'm going to tell like, you, I'm rooting for though? Dallas here, but I'm going to tell you, Oakland's going to win the game. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I have Oakland also, but uh, that's an upset because Dallas is favored in Oakland for some mm-hmm. reason. All right, and now we have four fantastic, fantastic games. Uh, we discussed the Saturday game, the Chargers-Chiefs ready, so we got three uh, fantastic games on mm-hmm. Sunday. First, we have the Packers at Carolina. This is all dependent on Aaron Rodgers playing, but you know what? Carolina's, Aaron Rodgers isn't playing, and Carolina's winning. Put I mean, Brett Hundley's still fine. He's much Mark better down. than some of the other guys we've discussed. Uh, but I agree. Carolina's going to win. Right now, they're playing well. Brett Hundley's not... Yeah. Okay, good. And then uh, Aaron Rodgers won't have a reason to play the next week. No, he's playing. By the way, Aaron Rodgers right. is playing Grant. against the Vikings, who injured him. I can guarantee you he's playing, even at 7-7. Seven and seven. There is a 100% chance so that he'll the... play. I mean, unless the doctors forbid him. Like, he's not going to be... Why... What does he have to do for the next nine months? Why would he sit out if he's healthy, even if they're not making the playoffs? Does every quarterback... If he's 100% healthy... But you think he's 100% healthy? You think he's waiting to be 100% to come back? No, he'll come back when he's 75 Aaron or 80%. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is why? playing against the Vikings. So you're convincing yourself he's not going to play. No, fuck. Yeah. I mean, who cares what I say? It's a uh, fine. We'll beat Don't Aaron. Ro- fine. We'll beat. We'll beat. We'll beat him and injure him again. Good. You, you yeah. really want to come back and face Anthony Barr again? You should. Stay no, on Barr the will injure him on purpose for the second time. Right. I agree. All right, Rams. <laughs> All right, Rams at Seattle. Uh, Seattle wins this game and yeah. they're leading the division. And they're gonna. I mean, this is it's a tough line for the for the tough D line for the Seattle to deal with. Um, Seattle's a weird team because last year, like it was almost a lost season, just because their offensive line was so bad, there was no way they were gonna make they were, they were gonna win the Super Bowl. And this year, it's gone from bad to I I think like just not great. They're really I'm, bad. Like so. I don't think it's good, but I don't think it's it's abysmal, right? And by the way, everybody says everybody like feels bad for Russell Wilson because mm-hmm. they have no running game. Every running, first of all, they had a chance to sign whoever they wanted in the offseason. They chose um, Eddie Lacy over Latavius Murray, and they the cut Vikings Alex guy. Collins. They yeah, had no, Alex Collins, yeah, who looks like yeah. So like you know, they have the guys. So I don't know if it's the front office or what it is, but you know, there's something wrong with Seattle. There's something and, about them that feels you know, like the, the uh, air is over. The Rams, but Sherman's yeah. out. Um, Here's the thing. They beat the Rams this week. Then they have to go at Dallas next week with Zeke back. And so I think that they'll win this week. I mean, week if Dallas won, the Seattle at Dallas game next week would be a blockbuster. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, is something well, getting moved? What is it there like a bad week 16 Sunday night game? Did that get flexed or, or something? Or is, I don't remember what it was. No, the last Sunday nighter of the year is Dallas, Oakland this week. There's no Sunday nighter next week. Oh, it's Christmas. Oh, okay. I got it. Yeah. So yeah. There's Wait, no so flexing. there's no Sunday night game? I mean, I, I like that's depressing. 
What about the Jews? The Jews won't watch football. There's like a late Sunday game. There's like a Sunday 4 p.m. There's one game. Sunday 4 p.m. game. Oh, so all the games on Saturday next week? No, there's a couple Sunday games and then mostly Saturday. I hate I that. Think. Oh, no, no, no. No, there's no, a couple no, Saturday no, no. games. There's a couple Saturday games. The Vikings game is on Saturday. The Vi- yeah, and then there's a bunch. Of, no, no, there's two Monday night games. That's what it is. There's, there's a Monday afternoon Monday. game. Philly's a Monday. Yeah, game yeah Christmas is on Monday. You're, you're you're lost. Yeah, yeah, but with, I know Christmas on Monday. What I mean is Sunday night is Christmas Eve. That's so why Saturday no night Vikings Packers. Football. That could be like the greatest or worst night of your life. Yeah, well, I mean, we should have the division mm-hmm. wrapped up already. So, I mean, our magic number is one. Hope Rogers so. throws for six hundred yards. We'll beat the Bengals. We clinch the division. Yeah, right, I whatever. love the two Monday and the two Saturday we'll not not going uh, against fine. each other. I love it. Yeah, and there's 14 yeah. games on Sunday. That's right, Christmas so Eve for the Seattle. Jews too. Are you also? Yeah. 12 Are you also Sunday. taking Seattle? By the way, um, yeah, I am taking Seattle. No, I'm taking the Rams. I'm taking the Rams. I'm sorry. Okay, and then I'm down in Seattle. Oh, yeah. all right. Yeah. So they're gonna get revenge. Yeah, revenge. Okay, fine. So that's our that's our third disagreement. And then the last game is New England at Pittsburgh. The winner will uh, have home field advantage. Yeah, the, AFC the Patriots playoffs. are winning. Pittsburgh has been such an unimpressive, so unimpressive. 11-2 I mean, listen, team. The they Patriots really, lost. Really they didn't have Gronk. Uh, they they let that one go. They didn't care. This they, the Patriots are trying hard this week and they're winning. I mean, the thing is, like, it, the game really had no. The Steelers gave up thirty eight points to Joe way, Flacco. Just they, FYI. Yeah, and twenty eight points yeah. to Brett Hundley. Yeah. Either mm-hmm. way, for the Patriots, if they win this game against against uh, Pittsburgh, they're the one seed. So it doesn't really matter that they lost to Miami. No, the only game that mattered to them was the Pittsburgh game, and they could easily win against New England against the Jets yeah. if they need to. Yeah, I mean, assu- assuming they can win their last two games you know, at home against Buffalo mm-hmm. and the Jets, which yeah. they will, obviously. So, yeah. Um, all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take Pittsburgh here. So we have another disagreement. I just think Pittsburgh. Look, Pittsburgh hasn't been impressive, but they have been winning these games. Uh, listen, also, like, does New England not show anything because they're very certain this is going to be the AFC Championship game? Yeah, well, I mean, not that they don't try sure. hard. There's obviously, no obviously, teams. they're going to try hard. These teams, but do they not do any like Belichick wacky plays? I could see the Chargers going into Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, listen, I, it's not 100% round. obviously that New England... I mean, I can't see Jacksonville going to New England yeah. and winning, you know, but... No, I But, I mean, it might be... By the way, it might be the AFC West team, which are better, um, because if they be If the AFC West team, let's say, beats Baltimore, Tennessee is going to lose to Jacksonville. That's the 3-6. And then Jacksonville-Pittsburgh, so New England has to play the AFC West team, which is a harder game. It should be Chester-style, call out your opponent, Thursday right? night tradition will be Shouldn't a Saturday 4 p.m. call game. out your opponent, and they would yeah. obviously call out freaking Jacksonville and destroy them. Yeah, of course. Tennessee-Jacksonville, if that's the 3-6, that will be a lock for the 4 p.m. Oh, that's Saturday going game. on ESPN. Yeah, that's the ESPN game. Yeah. Nobody's watching that game. Uh, that game usually is on Thursday nights, so... It's not even good enough to be a Thursday night game. game. Yeah, By the way, uh, all right. The very... The very first episode of this here podcast was a double decker, the thirty-two and thirty-first best teams in twenty fifteen. Jacksonville, oh, Tennessee, of, of, of the podcast ever, yeah, yeah. And look at now they're um, both headed to the playoffs. Uh, Kawhi Leonard coming back tonight. I'm very excited. Is he going to mess up the chemistry of the best team yeah. in the NBA? I'm not sure, but listen, we're nineteen and eight without him. He knows karate. He knows karate. Now. Did you see that? Uh, he hasn't. He like he, yeah. he probably hasn't spoken a word in the last six months. I heard him say hiya. No, he, it is amazing. Like I, I know nothing. I don't know if Kawhi has a wife, if he has kids, if he like lives with his mom still. I couldn't tell you one fact about him, and he's like, well, he's on the Spurs, so I have to assume he sleeps with oh, his teammates. Oh wives, no, too but. soon. I mean, I, I, I don't defend Tony Parker. He's a monster. <laughs> yeah, he sleeps with his teammates' wives. He's like friends. By with the way, that would be. By the way, like if there was ever like a like a TMZ style thirty for thirties, 
you know, if they were like, like, here's the stuff you really want to know. Um, yeah, like Fox, like Fox Sports Plus, does one. Yeah. Like, I would watch a four hour 30 for 30 on Parker sleeping with Brent Barry's wife, allegedly. <laughs> and like how Popovich handled that behind the scenes. Well, like, did, did like, did he like waterboard Parker? Did he like tell Brent Barry like, well, Parker's better than you, so you have to like, you know, like he, you deserve to get cucked. Like, what happened there? What, yeah. cuckold like, yourself? <laughs> Wasn't there supposed to be a movie of the of the Fritz Peterson? Yeah, like, Matt you know, Damon like, was trying Yankees to make one. I feel like it's been in development hell for many years. Like everyone's tried to make that movie, and it's never got, come close to being made. Every like five years in the news, Why? that's just that's how movies work. Movie. Sometimes every five years in the news is like Matt Damon's making this movie, Ted, Ted Danson's making, this, and then it just doesn't happen. But it is a great story. They didn't do a thirty yeah. for thirty on that yet, right? Yeah. That, there's been nothing about it as far as I know. There's, there's just a lot of articles, but uh, at least one of them won't talk about it. It's they're still one of them is still married. Well, because one of them everything worked yeah, the out. Guy the guy who didn't work out for. I mean, they're both old at this point. If you want to do it, you got to do it soon. I'm surprised there isn't a documentary about it. That that would be like a really good like actual documentary. Yeah, that's well, what I didn't I'm mean saying. the thirty for thirty. I meant like a movie type documentary. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, my Hanukkah present uh, wish to you is that uh, Mira finds a better husband. Uh yeah. No, that's her wish too. I, I, I'm sure she would agree. <laughs> And I guess my, my kids don't even know that there is such a thing as presents. So literally, what do they what do they want? I'm calling them Jets jerseys, or maybe a Kawhi <laughs> Leonard shirt. Hold on. <laughs> All right, uh, this Kevin podcast Garnett is way sucks. too much. Let's see. I'm trying to find something on Amazon for them. All right, uh, keep it real. Yeah. See you next week. Bye. Give me that sweet tea, you think I'm playing I need it all night, no sleep You can get it in the kitchen if we're sweating at the sheets Like, brr, brr, operator, you got me like, hee-hee Mike Jackson, think I'm, think I'm, think I'm I'm getting thicker, and I can make you boil up Baby, let it simmer
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.